Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. How are you today? Good. I love when I get to sing your name to you. <laughs> I was usually, not okay. I was going to say, I was not here last week, but I'm here this week and we're recording a day early. So everything feels all kind yes. of thrown off and like confused. <laughs> we're off our usual so like, schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm speaking at a conference tomorrow and during the normal, the time, we, like right around the same time we would normally record. And so, and my Thursday, like boom, blew up tomorrow. So I was really yeah. grateful that you could adjust your schedule and, and record yeah. a day early. So thank you. Absolutely. So one of the fields that you and I deal with a lot, right? So obviously we're in tech and we talk about inclusion and technology. We talk about underrepresentation and technology. Um, but one of the things that you and I get thrust into a lot, and it is my chosen profession, is marketing, right? And so we talk about marketing a lot um, within the circles that we're in. And you and I talk about marketing as a as it uh, pertains to recruiting a lot too. And one of the things that I thought we could talk about a little bit about when it's appropriate to bring underrepresentation into your marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So when is it, what makes inclusive marketing versus performative marketing when it comes to underrepresentation? And I've talked a little bit in the past. I know I've, I've brought it up on the show about like, I love Etsy. Um, I love their commercials that they had around the Christmas times and everything where they were super inclusive with uh, the LGBTQ community, super inclusive when it came to ethnicities and whether that, and they just like, they just went unapologetically for it, right? Like they have artists and um, crafters in the Etsy community across all of um, you know, ethnicities across all uh, abilities and, and you know, and what have you, all the underrepresented groups. Every time I want to talk about underrepresentation, I start talking, like listing off all the different groups. But you know, I'm not, if I didn't mention yours, it's, it's not because I'm not <laughs> it's talking. Okay. It's okay. But, um, and how wonderful I thought that was. And then I thought back to, and I'm probably going to butcher this completely, but I, I remember I want to say it was a Cheerios commercial, but it might have been an, another um, another product where the family was a mixed ethnicity family. So it was, I, I want to say, a Black um, woman and a white man together, but it might have been reversed. And their kid who wanted Cheerios, who was a mixed race, mixed race child, like my daughter is, like you are, right? And like the world was not ready for that, which is so stupid. I don't mean that obviously literally but so many people like boycotted yeah the brand because how dare you have a mixed race We're couple in your advertising it. right but Whereas the same thing it's... happened with there was like a Campbell soup commercial where there was like a family with two dads or two moms or something and people were really mad about that and they're like I'm never drinking this soup again and Campbell's was like Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it happens all the time where there'll be a commercial yeah. like that that has some degree of like inclusivity, and yeah, yeah, people just don't they don't like seeing it, and so it completely like ruins their day, which right. makes no sense to me. Exactly, and you know, heaven forbid, there's trans people in the world, and and you you know, all, all and and what. We'll, a person in a wheelchair? How could a person in a wheelchair represent your company? And, you know, I mean, it's, it is absolutely 
ridiculous how people will go after things that they don't see as mainstream when there are more people if you if you add all the underrepresented groups together mm-hmm. they outnumber the straight white cis people in the world mm-hmm. right yeah um non neurodivergent non disabled like seriously like if we all teamed up <laughs> we could take down the world but that's not to say that we should do that but it's not right in my opinion mm-hmm. to attack companies that are not performative but are actually inclusive mm-hmm. in their marketing now it's great we can always we can talk all day about the wonderful things that people are doing inclusively but i think what we should talk about is when it goes wrong when it's mm-hmm. not inclusive but goes back to that performative mm-hmm. and we see it all the time yeah and i see two sides of that as well right like so there's a there's a thin line between being being intentionally inclusive and being, like you said, performative, tokenizing, where you're going to say, okay, to to control how this looks, we're going to mm-hmm. sprinkle in some diversity, right? So that people don't get upset or, you know, whatever the case may be. So a lot of it is intentionality. Um, and, you know, the 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 thing with like the Cheerios commercial and you know the Etsy commercials that we talked about a while ago, those are either telling very unique stories and having those people in those commercials be representative of those experiences in those stories, or it's just representing a normal slice of whatever that like client base is or customer base is, right? There are mixed race families who eat Cheerios. Why can't no, they not be really? in a commercial, right? Um, exactly. So, that makes sense the intentionality is there in terms of like being representative um Mm -hmm. but you have the problem comes in where the intention is not to be representative but the intention is to control optics right which is a huge problem the other side of Mm -hmm. that that i see is where things are just not thought through and then (sighs) things start to look bad so a very general example I will give. Um, I I was somewhere once. I won't say in what context or where I was. And there were images that were going to go out as a part of a social media strategy. And there was like a, a white guy, I think like uh, rock climbing and a white woman doing yoga and a black man playing basketball. And I was mm-hmm. like, I think we should change this, right? Because um, sports, and, and, and I am speaking for the Western world, primarily United States of America, where this was happening and where these images were being sent out to, um, there, is a, there are a lot of negative stereotypes around Black people in sports, right? The idea that it's one of the only few things that we can do and be super successful. It's one of the only ways that a young Black male can, like, make it in the world is to like go into sports there there's a huge crazy racial history behind the use of black bodies for the profit of these white managers it's a whole thing um not to say that black people don't play sports most nba teams are full of black men but there's there's a lot of weight and heaviness behind that mm-hmm. so to put out a series of images in which the only black person represented 
is playing sports, um, you're either trying to say something about that or you are so unaware of what that implies that you are potentially offending people without even realizing it. Um, mm -hmm. And that to me was one of one of the kind of instances we're talking about where in a way it was performative because it was okay well we want to show the diversity so we're gonna find a stock photo with a, a black dude doing something and put it in there um mm -hmm. and i mean i recommended that that didn't go out and it didn't i don't know that anything would have happened if it had people may not have thought about it as seriously as i did um mm -hmm. But it's also a reason why, you know, we're talking about marketing. Uh, it's a reason why it's so important to have diverse people on marketing teams so that they can mm -hmm. see the things that overly represented people may not see. We all have our blind spots. We all have our gaps. We all have the things that we just grew up never really realizing or never really thinking about. Um, and not to say that that's okay, but it's just how things are. And so mm -hmm. when you have underrepresented people on these teams, they can say, well, you know, this community may not respond well to that. And that's how you can very easily prevent some PR disasters that some companies end up walking straight forward into. Um, mm -hmm. Like I love seeing, not, I don't love it, but like I get a chuckle out of like kind of a campaign becoming a meme or like blowing up or something. And I'm like, man, if they had, if they had had like a, a gay person on that team, they would have, they would have recognized that slang word and told you not to have used it, you know, like yep. it happens all the time, but that's what happens when your diversity is performative and does not have thought behind it. Right. That's the mm -hmm. primary thing that's missing is you're not really thinking about what it is that you're doing in terms of the, the community that you're representing or affecting. Um, and then bad stuff can happen. <laughs> Which Absolutely. marketers don't, you don't want to put something out that's going to bring negative attention wow. back on the brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you really do want to pay attention to those things. Um, you know, not to put a plug in for our services, but like we have a one hour pick your brain session mm -hmm. that could be about anything. Like if you have a new marketing campaign and you would like our set of eyes on it, hit up our website. We're happy mm -hmm. to give you that feedback before the community gives you that feedback yes. in a negative way. Mm -hmm. Like hiring somebody, it doesn't have to be us, hiring somebody or working with somebody on your team who can give you more perspective than you can think about. Nobody has the ability to think in a 300, in 365 degrees. We, we see what we see within a, a certain pattern. The flashlight can't flash all, you know, show all the way around. Nobody's a disco ball reflecting light everywhere. <laughs> and so um, it, it's not a failure to not see things yourself. The failure comes when you don't use the resources that are available to you to try to thwart any of those kinds of issues before they happen. Yeah, yeah. It's all a matter of intentionality. Um, Absolutely. And I mean, I feel like I've spoken to a lot of people in the community who find that who are sometimes afraid to put the effort into be more inclusive with decisions because they're afraid that either they're being performative without realizing it or people are going to think that they're being performative and they don't want that uh, blowback, mm -hmm. right? Um, right. And I mean, I think it depends very much on the situation, the circumstance, the person, 
usually I opt for do what you think is right. And if you are genuinely trying to be helpful and do the right thing, if people do happen to think that you're being performative, that's something that you can, not to say argue back, but you know you weren't, right? So an apology wouldn't be like, I'm just saying an apology wouldn't be necessary. What am I trying to get at? If you know that what you were doing is right, you can defend that decision confidently, right? Yes. And you can mm -hmm. you can come back from that. Um, if you do things without thought, that's not really something that you can defend and come back from. Um, mm -hmm. So I always opt for do, do what you think is right. Um, and I feel like I've also spoken to people who like, they don't know how to sometimes phrase things or say things properly, again, in a way that is welcoming and inclusive and not tokenizing. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, so much of marketing is not just what you say, but how you say it. So mm -hmm. again, we have services, yeah. lots of other people have services too. The point is like, ask other people, hire other people to look at your work mm -hmm. and make sure that it's reading the way that you want. Because I think sometimes people think that writing that kind of, you know, maybe copy or something is supposed to come naturally and is supposed to just right. sound perfect. And that's not true, especially if you're writing ads or something where you have a limited amount of text or if you're putting text on a on a graphic and you have a limited amount of space you want to make sure that what you're saying is exactly what you mean and and so on and so forth and so you yeah. know do the extra work to make sure that it's it's going to work that it's fine that it's okay yeah. that you're not gonna walk into uh an uncomfortable situation that you didn't intend because you were clumsily trying to do the right thing right like it's okay to yeah. ask for help is the tldr absolutely i was trying to say yeah Absolutely. And you don't want to unintentionally offend people. I remember, you know, hearing like the like in America, the thumbs up symbol mm -hmm. is like, hey, everything's great. It's a okay. In other regions of the world, it's an offensive motion, right? Just like mm. the middle finger is offensive here. The thumbs up is offensive there. So do you want to put that in an ad that's going globally? Probably not, right? Yeah. Um, there are words that are offensive places and and things that translate differently in other languages. Like, um, I don't know how, if this is true or not, but like there's the tale that says that like when they created the Chevy Nova, that mm -hmm. like it didn't sell in any place that was a Spanish speaking because Nova means no go. Like I, that doesn't sound like it's real to me, <laughs> but like you, but you want to think about things like that, right? Yeah. Because you just want to make sure that you're not um, unintentionally offending somebody. I used to proofread for, um, <laughs> for, for a children's um Sunday church bulletin mm -hmm. and it was things like um word searches and things like that and I scoured the word search to make sure that none of the non-word letters in there accidentally made words that shouldn't be mm -hmm. in a children's bulletin right so like just have an eye out to, to those things and always have somebody else also checking your work to make sure that you're not unintentionally offending people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, again, I get a chuckle when people put things out there where it's like nobody looked at that, which like, okay, so uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to end with an example that I think will make you laugh, okay. but it's like, it's not a thousand percent related to what we're talking about, but it's, it's in that camp, right? Um, where I recently saw like a meme it got made into a meme. This guy's wearing this shirt and it says, 
dope, right? D-O-P-E. But the letters mm-hmm. are all kind of like um, scattered all over the place. So they're not lined up in a row. They're like D-O-P-E, D-O-P, like just like scattered all around the shirt. And if you look at it a certain way, instead of it saying dope, D-O-P-E, you could read it as P-E-D-O. Oh, yes. And it's kind of the thing of like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And it's like, how did this shirt get made? And nobody said anything. Right. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and like self-labeling like that. yourself that is not yeah. a good thing. <laughs> Walking around with a shirt that just says that all up front and back is just like, what, dude? Yeah. So, not a good idea. Not a good idea. Yeah. So I'll leave us on that, <laughs> that little anecdote because I think we've, fun, I think we've made our point. <laughs> that's a, that's a fun place to, to that's a fun place to end. Cool. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right, we'll see everybody next week for the we'll next edition next of Underrepresented in Tech. <laughs> bye bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies: Yikes Inc. Yikes Inc. is a collaborative, results-driven, Philadelphia-based WordPress agency dedicated to sustainable business practices. Thank you so much to our sponsors for this episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.